Hello everyone and welcome to the Snatch This Small Business Podcast. Today I will be joined by business owners from Burn Brothers Candle Co. and Funky Natured Art. Let's get right into these interviews because we have some fantastic stories to share with you today. Hello everyone. Today I am joined with Christine and Rob from Burn Brothers Candle Co. on Instagram. They can also be found on their website which is burnbrotherscandleco.com. I will have all of that information in the description of of this episode. So I want to know if you guys can just kind of start out by telling us a little bit about your day-to-day life outside of being small business owners. As you said, uh, I'm Rob and she's Christine and we are two-thirds of our company. Uh, my brother Tom, part of us, and our English Bulldog Kona also helps sometimes. <laughs> but we all have uh, corporate jobs um, outside of here for like our day jobs and We just don't get the fulfillment out of that as doing stuff on our own. So we decided to jump in on this. And we always like going to like antique shows or stuff like that, different like trade places and just like buying things and like flipping them, Mm -hmm. making them better, you know, doing stuff like that. So the creative stuff is more of our passion. Yeah. Anything unique we can find and turn it into something useful or not useful, but cool to look at is, is right up our alley. So doing this all together has been really cool over the last year. I love that. I feel like so many people kind of found like their passion projects in this last year with the pandemic happening. And even though like you have like your full-time job, you still like are able to have something that like really gets you excited to work on it. Totally. You have to have that on the side or hopefully full-time, but you know, at least to have something you really enjoy doing. So one of the questions that I've been asking people who have a name for their shop that isn't necessarily like their name alone is how did your business like get its name? So I know you mentioned that your brother is also a part of your team. So I'm sure that has something to do with it. But how did you guys decide on having the name of Burn Brothers Candle Co? We've always liked, we've always had candles like lit around our house and stuff. And I think when we wanted to start this venture, we just kind of basically like we're just throwing names out there to see what's stuck to the wall, basically. And we came up with this one, thought it was kind of catchy. And well, and Rob and Tom have always been such a tight knit team that, you know, kind of coming into the fold of these two has been an adventure (laughs) on its own. (laughs) But, um, you know, just something that reflects the two of them, their bond and my maiden name is actually Cowburn, so it kind of all blended together. Yeah. Bring the burn in there. I really like and that. And obviously candles. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. That's like super cute. So something that I've wanted to talk about with everyone on this podcast is sometimes accomplishments may be very small when it comes to owning your own business, and they also come in waves So what would you say since starting your business has been your biggest accomplishment that has like, and you guys might have different ones. So feel free to elaborate each of you, but what is really the moment that just kind of like wowed you about your business? I'd say for me, probably getting everything to come together. There's a lot of time and effort spent like going into, you know, getting scents and different like containers that we wanted to put it in, uh, things like that. And uh, just being able to, do something with like family because we're a close-knit family and just having everything come together I think would probably be uh, the biggest accomplishment for me. Yeah 
I thought seeing, you know, when we first started talking about it, there's obviously so many things that go into kicking off and just seeing Rob and Tom both take on so much under their wing and be, you know, so on top of things, so organized. I was just like, dang, I love seeing all this happen. And then I think the other main thing would be launching our website because we had initially started on Etsy, which that shop is still up as well, but putting everything together in our own website with our entire vibe and getting that launched was really exciting for me. That's like super cool. I know my shop like currently is on Etsy and I eventually do want to get to where I can like have my own website. So it's, it's a lot of work to put into it. So like kudos to you guys for getting that done. (laughs) Thank you. So something that I feel like has really been a big thing in the past year because of pandemic is social media. So one of the things I've been bringing up is what platforms do you guys use besides Instagram that I mentioned earlier? And also just like, how has it like kind of connected you with your audience? So Instagram is really where we're living right now, especially with things changing. And I know the platform is focusing on reels. So Uh, We're kind of, you know, just focusing in that area at the moment. We haven't really done anything with Facebook, but I think, you know, as we plan out further, hopping on to TikTok or even, you know, more of Pinterest, kind of getting things like that going, that's in more of the planning down the line. But it, it was a struggle to get these boys on social media because I don't think they have had one ever since I met them. Oh, <laughs> been off the grid for a while <laughs> so that's been that's been interesting but they're doing great yeah and instagram's going pretty well for us so far so always learning yeah definitely instagram seems to be the home base for a lot of people with small businesses i know it's like my um main platform up until recently my tiktok's really grown a lot so that nice. kind of surprising to see but I like that Instagram is always changing. So they like had the, where, you know, when I first started my business, it was like mainly like photo based. You were creating content on like apps like Canva to really kind of make your photos interesting. And now they're focusing on reels, which gives it like a whole new playing and ball field for you to kind of experiment with and see what your audience likes. Yeah, we're loving it. It's fun. <laughs> So I did mention the pandemic briefly. How would you say that the pandemic affected your business? It can be positive or negative. I know a lot of people saw a lot more orders and a lot more support during the pandemic, but how would you say it affected or changed your business? I think the most thing, because uh, when it all started, we started working from home. So we got like more time in the day, basically, because we didn't have to spend time traveling into work and like all that. So just getting those couple hours out of the day, like, for five days a week, then on the weekends, it just helped us to put more into doing this stuff. And I think that was the biggest thing that helped us to go. We pretty much took the time, you know, obviously we know that that was such a crazy time for everyone and we're still going through it, but I just feel like, you know, we like to look at the silver lining of things and it, it definitely helped us kick off. It helped us, you know, have that extra time to sit down and think and be together to, you know, get the ball rolling. So we're kind of blessed that we had extra time, as funny as that sounds. That I understand completely what you mean, though. Um, with college, like going online, I didn't have to worry about like commuting from my apartment. I had like all this extra time that I normally would spend sitting on campus in between classes and things like that, that I now could just like focus on 
working on stuff for my business during. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So what would you say is your most ambitious goal that you have for your business? Like your biggest dream, if, you know, it really takes off, where would you like to see it end up? That's a good question. I think for me, just getting into more in-person locations, whether that be, you know, being in shops or doing more pop-up shops, trade shows, that kind of thing, I would just feel like something where lacking right now is kind of that personal communication with the community. And, you know, I could just see doing bigger and cooler items. Like we love our cigar box candles. We love the bread bowl candles that we're working on, but I just feel like if, as we grow, we could do more and more cool, unique items. I don't know. How about you? Yeah, I'd agree with that. The main thing of like how we went in like selecting our stuff was selecting like uh, containers or stuff that could be reused for like a customer. It's not just like a one stop, you know, just a glass container and that's it. So like how she said, like cigar boxes. Well, if you ever looked at one, they're pretty like, like artsy and like um, Mm -hmm. intricate and stuff. So just like sitting on a shelf, you could use that after it's done or like the dough bowls and stuff like that. You can, we're basically looking for like multi-use things. So it's not just you buy a candle and you're done with it. We like mm-hmm. to have something that you can like recycle on your own yeah. and use it for different things. So put your um, recipe cards in there, whatever, you know? Right. So yeah, I think just getting, um, we're looking at joint shows later in the summer and fall. And I think just getting out there and Christine said, being more involved in public, being able to communicate with people more. I think that'll help us a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, word of mouth is definitely like, you know, someone sees you at a craft fair or a flea market or somewhere and then they go and tell all their friends and they follow you on Instagram and then they show up to the next flea market that you're at. That's yeah. one of the biggest things that really can help your business. Yeah. I also like that you guys like have the idea about like recycling things and like having it multi-purpose because that's something that like a lot of people don't think about whenever they are like going into their business. And I feel like that's something that we all should like focus on a little bit more in our lives being more sustainable. Definitely. I mean, you're getting something cool for, you know, your initial purchase, but why not keep it going? Absolutely. So my last question that I have is what advice would you offer to the listeners who may be on the fence about starting their own business? For me, I would say, you know, you just have to dive in. There's never going to be the perfect time to kick off or to start your plans, but, you know, just set your goals, set your small goals. If everything seems overwhelming, just, okay, this week I'm gonna, you know, order up some test scents in our case, you know, spent all the time going through testing products, testing logos. I mean, you just have to set your goals small and wide and just take it in stride because you're going to get there. And I, I agree with that. And I'd say if you want to do something that you should just go with it, you're going to miss like a hundred percent of the chances if you don't take them. So you might as well try and everyone else who started a business, they took that leap so they can do it. So can you. Yeah. You're not alone. There's so many people out there struggling and trying to do it. So, you know, there's definitely a network you can connect with and get support and guidance whenever you need it too. Yeah, that's so true. That's like kind of the whole point of me doing this podcast is to like small business community together and really just introduce people to other small businesses. 
Yeah, I, I think that's what we need more. I mean, especially with social media, it's become a lot easier to find other people kind of going through the same struggle and like, okay, well, here we are now. So what do we do next? <laughs> um, Definitely. But yeah, plenty of resources out there. Great. Thank you guys so much for hopping on today. Hello, everyone. Today, I am joined with Cindy from at Funky Natured Art on Instagram, and her shop can also be found on Etsy um, under the name Funky Natured. So I just wanted you to start off by telling the listeners a little bit about yourself and, you know, what you do besides your small business, kind of who you are as a person. So I live in Denver with my husband and two cats. We're child-free by choice. (laughs) I'm originally from Wisconsin and have been here for about six years. I'm like super into gardening, got like a huge garden and I'm working on like kind of like homesteading prep, trying to like get off the grid. (laughs) I'm also like really into hiking and stuff, camping, just kind of frolicking in the forest. Yeah, just like doing home improvements. Um, We bought our house like four years ago. So we've been like remodeling here and there, doing like yard projects and stuff like that. It's super fun. I love doing anything that I can do outdoors. So like, that's like also one of my favorite things to like feature on my Instagram for my small business is being like, oh, like, this is what I have been up to lately besides like running my business. So that's so f- super cool that you're also into like super outdoorsy stuff. Yeah. So what made you kind of decide to start your business? What was really that moment where you're like, all right, I'm buckling down and I'm going to start my small business? Well, it's kind of been like a journey over the past like 10 years. So actually like 11 years. So like in 2010, I opened up a collective art gallery with a few other people in Milwaukee. And so that like kind of spurred me like into production and to like making like an actual like name for my art rather than just using my signature. So I came up with Funky Natured because I like funky stuff and my nature is funky and I like nature, (laughs) if that makes sense. So I kind of like put that on hold when we moved to Denver and my background is in interior design. So I used to be a kitchen and bath designer. So I decided that I didn't want to do that anymore because it's like a really like wasteful industry, Um, just remodeling in general, throwing away perfectly good things to put in perfectly not so great new things. (laughs) So after that, I had, um, I was actually working on a mushroom farm the last couple years, growing like culinary mushrooms. And we were selling to restaurants. And I know this kind of like goes into possibly a future question, but they closed because of COVID. That kind of like, that coupled with like a conversation with a couple of my friends from my hometown, they were like, oh, you should really start your Etsy. Cause I'd been like here and there, like selling things on like Facebook and Instagram, just like directly. But they were like, you do so well, start your Etsy. And I was like, okay, I'm doing it. Like, I don't have a job anymore. I might as well. (laughs) So that was kind of what started like kind of working full time on my art. And I'm trying to make that like the plan for like getting off grid ish, you know, still with internet, of course. (laughs) I'm hoping that can be like 
my art can support me in living off-grid. I really love that, especially because, you know, we're going to talk a little bit more about the pandemic later, but I feel like so many people were able to really work on these passion projects because of the pandemic. And like, that's where I'm at right now. Like, I'm super grateful for that. So that's like, that's really exciting. I also love that you mentioned the mushroom farm because I noticed so many things in your shop are mushrooms. And I, I'm a, like, I love the mushroom necklaces. Like I'm definitely going to end up ordering one, <laughs> but it's like, I feel like that's just like a little piece of you that like lived on through your art, which is super cute. Yeah. I'm like obsessed with mushrooms. It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I like, <laughs> I made like a clay mushroom when I was like 14 and it was just all over since then. Like I was like collecting like vintage mushrooms. And then I like started getting into foraging mushrooms. And then I worked at the mushroom farm. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like <laughs> a bit obsessed. <laughs> You know what you like that's definitely like having that like one thing always I feel like mine like changes constantly so right now I'm like really into bees I don't know what it is about bees but I'm really into bees now um I did just mention the mushroom necklaces but can you just talk a little bit about the other products that you do have on your Etsy shop and kind of like what goes in your process whenever you're designing something new yeah so I have like a pretty wide variety of stuff I'm a Gemini, so I don't really like to stick to one thing. (laughs) So I do needle felting. So I've got like some um, like feminist needle felted art and then some, of course, mushroom themed needle felted art, (laughs) as well as like some needle felted jewelry. But that's kind of more of like a winter craft. So I'm waiting till it's cold and not 100 degrees like it is today. I do, I started like doing paintings and stuff. Like that's kind of how my arting started. So I occasionally have like some acrylic paintings for sale on my Etsy. I've been working on a collection of like flower resin jewelry. And then I also just listed like some neon rainbow glow resin jewelry. So it's really like all over the place. Like (laughs) from like raver to like cottage core like style Got a little bit of everything for everyone that's, I mean I feel like that's one of the, like the best things is whenever you can like support a wide variety of people and your shop just keeps growing and growing yeah and I've been like I've been doing resin for like 10 years and I started kind of like just picking up little things from the forest putting them together into a necklace, like some lichen and moss and birch bark and stuff like that. So I haven't done a ton of that recently, but now that it's summer and I can go collect things in the forest again, I'll be doing some more forest jewelry. It's definitely really exciting. I know um, I have a friend who I've known since childhood and she also is a small business owner. And she told me like when she learned how to do resin, like it opened up so many possibilities for her small business. And like hearing that from you too, it's just like kind of crazy that like you start off with like focusing on like one thing and then it just kind of grows the more you like develop your skills and the more you're like oh well maybe someone would like this or you post on social media and people are like oh my god when can I buy this from you yeah (laughs) so something that I have been talking about with everyone is accomplishments as a small business owner I can definitely 
I'm sure you feel the same way that accomplishments can both be very big and very small. And sometimes, you know, there are struggles, but what would you say as a small business owner, your biggest accomplishment or the moment that like surprised you the most about your business has been so far? I think like overall, it's probably opening the collective gallery, but that's not necessarily like related to where I am now with my small business. So now I guess it would be just kind of like having pretty good success with Etsy. Like I opened my Etsy shop in March and I've got like 86 sales. So, I mean, it's not huge. Like there's definitely some people who like blow up and sell out with like every restock, but um, I'm pretty excited. (laughs) No, I totally get that. I hit 100 sales like right as I was like at my one year mark and I was like freaking out. I was like so excited and everyone like I live with three other people at my college apartment so they were all like oh my god like you finally hit 100 like it's your one year like it's so great so even though it's like a small thing like in comparison to some other people it still is like a really big thing for you as you like continue to grow it and you're like wow there's 100 items that my hands wrapped up and went to like somewhere yes that's awesome but 86 sales like you're for opening up in March, you're doing a lot better than I was at that point <laughs> in my business. So like, kudos to you. That's really great. So kind of like talking about um, COVID, as we mentioned before, and a lot of people talked about struggles with COVID. Some people found the silver lining in COVID. How did that really affect your business? Positive, negative? What did you learn from that experience? And I mean, we're still kind of in the pandemic, but it's not like before where everything was shut down. Right. Yeah. And I like my husband and I like we quarantined hardcore (laughs) like we did not go anywhere like did grocery pickup didn't even shop like in a store. It was pretty intense. So like life wise it was pretty like life-changing and you know anxiety inducing all that good stuff. But like as far as my business goes it definitely like helped spur me into finally like getting serious about my art because I uh I had actually like started to open up my Etsy page in 2014 and then just like didn't list anything didn't do anything I'm glad I did that though because I feel like my name might have gotten taken if I hadn't (laughs) but yeah like with the mushroom farm closing it just I needed something to do and i didn't want to be around other people. Being in Colorado, like my other like job that I would have wanted to do is cannabis growing, but you have to be around other people. Like, I mean, it's not a lot, but I was like super freaked out, you know? (laughs) So I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. Like, I'm going to make this my full-time job. And that's like always the hardest thing for me is like being consistent with like making my art because it's like it's hard you know you got to be like inspired to do it (laughs) I think that is like the biggest way that um the pandemic kind of changed the trajectory trajectory of my career (laughs) I definitely like get what you mean with like not wanting to be around other people because I'm high risk and then my grandmother who I like Like, I was the person that went to the grocery store for her during the pandemic. She's also very high risk. So with that, I was like, I, like, I can't be around other people. Like, I did not see my friends. I didn't go anywhere besides the grocery store. Like, that was it. 
And it really just kind of like, I feel like it made me more inspired to want to create things, especially with like content creation, because that's a very big thing for me. I also have a blog and a YouTube channel. So those things like really kind of came to fruition for me. So like you creating with your art, like I totally understand, like having that time is like so important to be able to like come around to those things. Yeah. Something that I feel like has really helped a lot of people throughout the pandemic is social media. So what would you say, like, kind of helped you with social media? I know I mentioned your Instagram. If you have any other social media channels you'd like to mention, feel free. Um, but just how has social media kind of impacted your business? I think it definitely has helped. Like, I'm probably not doing it right. <laughs> like, I mostly post pictures on my Instagram um, and my Facebook is funky natured art but I know like Instagram is now changing and they want like reels so I did just do like my first couple reels last week one of them got like 3,500 views and I was like yes I didn't even put any hashtags on that (laughs) um so that was exciting but like I'm not like I don't know I'm not all about like the videos I'd rather just post a picture but I'm trying to like keep up with all the social media changes I'm thinking about getting a TikTok (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have no idea what I do with it but I guess process videos that's what people want to see yeah TikTok's definitely been one that's really helped my business um and I had like my personal TikTok that I just like kind of messed around on like sometimes posted like showing stuff for my business but I at the end of May whenever I like decided I was jumping on the ship of selling ethically sourced crystals because I was very new to um, my shop. I created a TikTok account and like specifically found my niche and like it's grown like really fast. That's like the cool thing about TikTok is it grows really fast if you like use the right hashtags and it'll put you on the for you pages of the people that you want to find your stuff. Instagram Reels I think is also really cool with that because like you said you got 3,500 views and like it's just if the algorithm picks it up it picks it up I feel like. Totally. I think it was like a timing thing too. I did it at like four in the afternoon, which is like the best time apparently. (laughs) Yeah. I know on the East coast, they're like 6 PM is the golden hour for Instagram. And I'm like, I, that, that's too much. That's too much to try and like post an exact time every single day. (laughs) But that's definitely social media. I feel like really changed my business, um, specifically TikTok, but like you said having Instagram kind of, and it's always evolving is the thing too, having Instagram like be like reels now after being a photo sharing platform for literally since like 2012, it's like, yeah, I do. How do I figure this out? Yeah. And I feel like having TikTok, like along with the new real thing that Instagram wants is like, I don't know. I feel like that's like a really good, like kind of partnership type Thing, that's probably not the right word but like you know you can like share your tiktoks to your instagram reels and then you just killed two birds with one stone yeah. so that's kind of like my approach to like social media <laughs> right now is like just posting the same thing on all of the things like <laughs> on the feed in the story like <laughs> like get it done <laughs> i have art to make try to get it to as many eyes as possible i totally get that <laughs> I did want to ask, do you use Canva at all whenever you use? 
I have when I was doing social media for the kitchen and bath place I worked at, but I haven't used it in a few years. Um, but that's definitely like something that's on my list to like get familiar with again. Okay. Cause they have reels templates, which I like just discovered recently that I've been using. And like, I just posted one tonight, actually, that was about like my new stock that's coming on August 1st. And it turned out really cool. Cause I have like my brand color set in Canva, like saved. So all I have to do is like go into the template and change the colors. And I have a cute little video that I can post on my Instagram reels, which is like super helpful. Yeah, that's great. I'm definitely gonna have to download that. I've been recommending that to like everyone because it's just, I, I love Canva, especially because there's a free version of it too. Like you don't have to pay for it if you don't want to. Yeah, that's nice. Love so, the free apps. <laughs> yeah. Those Etsy fees, they, they're not, they, the free stuff really helps. Yeah. Um, so what would you say is the most ambitious goal that you have as a small business owner um, this could be anything from selling at markets again to I've heard I want to add t-shirts to my shop. Uh, I've heard a ton of different things. So what would you say is your most ambitious goal? I think my most ambitious goal is just being able to like survive on the income I make on my art and not have to look for other sources of income. Yeah. <laughs> I. 100% understand that that's like a big goal of mine is to be able to like pay my rent after I finish college with my small business that would be amazing yeah all right and my final question which I have been asking everyone this seems to be one of business owners favorite questions what advice would you offer to our listeners if they're on the fence about starting their own business what is like your best golden nugget of information you would want to provide to them um so this was like the hardest question for me because like sometimes I just don't really even like feel like a small business owner like it doesn't feel real maybe because it's so new I don't know but I thought about it for a while and I think like for me anyway the biggest thing and if you have a problem with procrastination and motivation like I do the biggest thing is just trying to be as consistent as you can like listing like your things as often as you can posting on social media as often as you can um like I took a social media break during the pandemic for six months and I lost so many followers I went on my Instagram from getting like an average of like 70 50 to 70 post likes now I'm down to like I'm lucky if I get 10 right now. <laughs> so consistency, like it, it works. <laughs> <laughs> That's such good advice. I know like, especially it's like whenever you start, it can all be like really overwhelming and you're like, oh, like I need to do this, 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 and this. And something I've found is pick two social media channels that you really want to focus on when you first start and post on them consistently. That's going to be like your best bet if you want to gain followers and you want to get more sales. And then eventually you'll get those down to where making content for a third or a fourth platform isn't really going to be a big deal because you already have the same like images and everything. It's just a matter of posting it. Right. Yeah, it can definitely be very overwhelming. So being consistent is like super, super important. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I 
want to thank you for coming on today and being a part of this podcast. Um, you're story, like literally seeing that like you've been doing this for so long, even like you started with the gallery and now you're trying to make this like your full-time job. That's just like really inspiring to me. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you. I was like really excited to be on a podcast. Like what? I'm famous. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening today and don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of the small business podcast by the snatch sis today's businesses will have the ads in the description as well as where you can find their websites. I hope that you all have a wonderful and fantastic week and thank you for listening.